Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. It's a tough Bears game. The Bears lose to the Browns 20-17 despite the defense playing absolutely dominant football. The Bears did have a 17-7 lead in the fourth quarter, but I'm not pinning this one on the defense. Yeah, they gave up the points in the end, and Joe Flacco made some big plays. The Baltimore, excuse me, the Baltimore, the Cleveland offense made some big plays, but the defense was just far too dominant throughout, and there were opportunities that the offense had that they did not take advantage of today. Bears lose 20-17 to on the road. Montez Sweat was an absolute monster. He alone um, is reason to believe the Bears' defense deserved better. Two and a half sacks, a forced fumble, seven tackles along the way. Tremaine Edmonds with the pick six on the great play, the great hit by TJ Edwards to deflect the ball, put it into Edmonds' hands, and he rolls for the pick six. That was huge. And you were starting to feel like at that point that – Yeah, look, the Cleveland defense is very good. So for the Bears' defense to score, felt like that was needed, and the Bears got it. Um, The Eddie Jackson pick was was nice, and that play really made by the pressure of Justin Jones. So right up the gut, forced Flacco to make a fast decision. Eddie Jackson scouted it, picked it, made the play. Um, Another guy, man, probably the most impressive interception of the day, just because of the the skill that went into it, a diving interception by Tyreek Stevenson and the Bears head coach Matt Eberflus talking about that play. Yeah, it was it was good. It was really good play, um, you know, by him. Is you know he's overlapping on 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 the backside of that, and he did a really nice job. Just the vision, you know, and, and he's a playmaker, you know, and he's going to be a heck of a player for us, and because uh, you know he's tough, he's got ball skills. And he's big, you know, and so, you know, there's plays out there that he made that were just unbelievable plays today. And he's got, you know, other stuff to work on, too. You know, and it was also (laughs) here's the other thing about it. Like this, that whole sequence was very bothersome um, because the Tyreek Stevenson pick comes after the Trent Taylor moth, which just looked like a death play at the time. You know, punt muffs at consequential times. There's really nothing, nothing worse than that. But Tyreek Stevenson immediately makes you forget about that play with the with the interception, um, and the Bears get the ball back. So there, there it is. It's kind of the bailout from the pass sequence. Bears get the ball back. Eventually, um, they get it to a fourth and one. 
Justin Fields tries to, to run it, and he's not able to get the fourth down play, uh, which was unbelievable because with Justin Fields running to the outside and not able to make that play, that was shocking. As a matter of fact, let's hear from Justin Fields on that fourth and one. What happened? I thought I, I got tripped up. Um, tripped up. Once I felt myself falling, I thought I dove and got it. I don't know if y'all saw a replay or something like that, but... I mean, if I were to have it back, I would just you know, get as wide as possible and literally race to the uh, first down market. But, I mean, yeah, I like that play call in that situation, and um, we just got to execute it better. Yeah, I didn't have a problem with the play call in this case. Um, but I, <laughs> dare I say Fields should have made that play? Like, probably the decision to go farther outside was a good idea because then eventually the Browns get the ball back. The bomb to Marquise Goodwin leads to a field goal. It's a 17-10 game. The Browns are within a touchdown, and points were precious in this game. So just for them, that whole sequence, the Tyreek Stevenson pick, all you get out of that is a Cleveland field goal, (laughs) basically, if you want to add it up. So that one I found to be particularly frustrating. Um, I should also mention, too, a bad play call by Luke Getze. It was in the third quarter, or in that fourth quarter, 17-10 Bears. Um, A third and one, they go with a fly sweep to Tyler Scott. Scott not able to get it. And hell, on the next possession then, you know, Bears get the ball back again. Justin Fields takes the 11-yard sack. So you could just see, um, you know, I, I take into account how good the Cleveland defense was on this day. There's no doubt about it. Um, this wasn't as, as egregious as the Minnesota game where the field position was unbelievable and the offense wasn't able to put points on the board. But in, you know, in this case, they did have opportunities and they kept getting opportunities. And those are just a couple of examples of the blown opportunities. Let's circle back to Justin Fields. Now, I don't think he had a bad game. I think he was average. I think the offense was average. Again, Cleveland defense was excellent. Um, 19 of 40, 166 yards, a couple of picks. Uh, The picks were both on the Hail Marys, which we will get to. Um, So, you know, to take that for for whatever's worth. And actually the first supposed pick, the the Hail Mary at the end of the first half, that was not a pick. That ball was dropped, but it was the end of the half. Everybody go to the locker room. I guess nobody really cared at that moment. Um, But, yeah, two two picks has to go on the stat line, unfortunately, for Fields. But this was with Justin Fields after the game. Do you identify as what was missing or off with the offense today? Yeah, I mean, you know, first off, defense played a hell of a game. I'm not sure if they could have played any better for us as a team. Um, You know, first off, I got to play better as the quarterback of this team. And I think we all got to be better on offense. Um, You know, of course, their D-line, they have a great D-line, great rush. Um, so I guys, so I know the guys up front. You know, wish they would have had a few plays back. Receivers wish they would have had a few few plays back. But um, I mean, it's simple. We just got to be better. I got to be better. Um, and run game going. We didn't really get that going today. So um, you know, run game is important in our offense. And like I said, I got to be better as a quarterback for this team. We got to get that last um, completion of Moon at the end of the first half. That would have been big. Uh, to set us up for a field goal going into the half. And, um, yeah, I mean, sh- long story short, i got to be better. we got to be better as a whole. Now he's right about the running game. Roshan Johnson, five carries, 36 yards. Fields himself, 
seven carries for 30 yards on this day and a long of 15. Roshan Johnson did have a 22 yard um, run. That was the bulk of his yards. Again, you know, uh, Luke Getze using the wide receiver runs a little bit. Bayless Jones Jr., two runs for 23 yards. That worked. That worked. Had a 15-yarder. Bayless Jones Jr. did. Hey, Bayless Jones Jr. just pops up uh, randomly on, on the Bears field. Uh, Khalil Herbert, six carries, eight yards, along of seven um, on the day. Tyler Scott, one carry, negative three. We talked about that play. Um, and Deontay Foreman just could not get it going. He did not look right today. Six carries, negative six yards is, is what it all ended up adding up to once you add in the, the loss of yards um, plays. Um, a key play, too, that that Justin Fields you know should have had a bunch more yards and another touchdown, um, other than the nice play to Cole Komet. Robert Tunyon, just a straight-up drop in the first quarter on a deep ball, probably would have been a touchdown. Um, Tunyon's got to make that play. Got to make that play. Absolutely. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Let's get to the Hail Marys now. Um, <laughs> but the, the one at the end of the first half would have been a 55-yarder against the win for Cairo Santos. Um, and then there was the Hail Mary at the end of the game where Darnell Moody had it and dropped it. He was on the ground. He was falling down. So it was not ideal. But he did drop it. Um, so let's first you're going to hear Flues talking about what was going on with uh, the end of the first half because the, the broadcast on TV did very little to explain what was happening. So this is what uh, Matt Eberflus had to say about going for the Hail Marys opposed to a 55-yard field goal. I'm not going to go over the exact yards, but we were we were uh, quite a ways back. You know, there were, certain, there were significant yards uh, that were there that we needed to gain to, to, kick, to go for the kick there. And, uh, you know, the win was significant that direction for sure. You said on TV it was eight. Is that about right? Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's probably close to that. Yeah. Okay. And then at the end, was the wind any different? No, the wind the wind settled down a little bit, but it wasn't wasn't enough. You know, I think it was up at 15 when we got the kickoff, and then it was down to 13 at the at the later part of the game. What, what was your target on the final drive in terms of kicking? What's that? What was your target on the final drive? Yeah, I'm not going to get into target lines. Yeah, he's only going to tell television. Or whoever he told. I, I don't know. I uh, just thought that there could have been better clarification for all of that. I, 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 look, 55 yards against the wind. I, I am not mad at, at Matt Eberflus nor Cairo Santos. I mean, this is they discussed this before the game. You know what you're capable of. 
Um, so it's, I actually have no problem with the decisions that Maddie Bruflus made in those cases. I just wish he didn't feel like he had to, to run and hide from us, but you could tell television. So, uh, but that's it. I mean, there's a lot more to break down on this game, but we're going to continue to do it throughout the week. I'll be out at Hallis Hall today and, you know, I'll get the, the day two questions that we always ask and get a little bit deeper into it but the bears lose to the browns 20 to 17 thank you for listening to this edition of the daily score for our executive producer ray diaz i am mark grody i'll talk to you tomorrow on the daily score